When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Super Rugby podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, 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 Toby. You gave yourself a nickname last week. The Tobinator. The Tobinator. <laughs> I've loved the weekend's rugby, apart from the internationals, which fell very flat for me. Do you reckon? Oh, mate, it's flat as a pancake. <laughs> flat as a pan. Flat as a whoopee cushion. Proper well, flat. Well, it depends if it's blowing up. Oh, this one, this one had nothing. Uh, in it. Anyway, uh, we've got messages from our supporters. We do, yeah. This one's from Kano again. Hi, lads. Uh, you weren't wrong. I was pretty rubbish fullback up to uni level and yeah, only played. This is in relation to the oh. slating that I may have given <laughs> Kano <laughs> when did. he Sorry. wrote in his first email. Yes. You weren't wrong. I was pretty rubbish fullback up to uni level. Only played for enjoyment. Uh, good to have you back after the week off because you weren't reliable enough. Anyway, we'll please over that. We'll gloss over that. Thank you, Toves. <laughs> You guys talked about something on the last pod that has been worrying me since 2016-17. I feel like the All Blacks' creativity and speed has always served them well. But they have been but there have been a couple of big occasions since then where we've been found out by teams like South Africa, England or the Lions. They've got parity and dominance in the set pieces and gain line. They don't make mistakes for us to feed off. Now, that was a big thing that we spoke about. Yeah. We're living off scraps. We are, but nowadays teams aren't giving us any. No, if teams don't give us scraps, we struggle to create the space. Yes. Anyway, go on, mate. Uh, Under the biggest pressure without McCaw and Co, we seem to end up flapping flapping around side to side on the field waiting for a piece of magic from an individual. Exactly what I said. And you disagreed with me. Kano, thank you for your support. <laughs> it's good to know that you agree with me, Kano. When, when did I disagree? You said, no, wasn't about individual brilliance. We're team. Team went here, team went there. And I went, no, no, no. It took, you know, a break from someone, you know. Yeah, but that's not brilliance. I'm sorry. Individual but that, brilliance, like Sibu Reese. But that is not brilliance. Like, <clears throat> okay. Example. Was chip over top? Yes, regathered. Yep, score. Okay, who was that? Uh, the chip was from Barrett. No, Sivu Reese. No, Canterbury fullback plays on the wing. Was it from? Um, oh, to be fair, I had agreed with you with that one. Will yes. Jordan's try. Will Jordan's try. Yeah, right? I agreed with you with that one. Okay, Sivu Reese's try where he went over top basketball pass. It was individual brilliance rather than rather than a team. Move. How many pairs of hands did it go through? Like five. But yes. I'm talking okay. about it. Okay. It, cre- it was individual brilliance. It might have been lots of individual brilliance. I'm sorry, but the, <laughs> I'm sorry, but the thing is, but my point is, uh, it didn't come from a set piece move. But that was not your point at all. It was. No, it, it wasn't. Was it I'm sorry, but that was not your point. The opportunity came from someone originally. Doing oh, so something the kick outstanding. Was, was it? It was, yeah. Will Jordan's kick over the top, brilliant. Right? It was a good kick, but it wasn't individual brilliance. It was, mate. Anyway, go on. 
Does your game plan have an answer to this at the moment? Or does our game plan, sorry. Do we have players to win by by sheer willpower alone? Am I being pessimistic? Will Toby butcher my email again? He has. So many questions. <laughs> Cheers. Kano. Kano. Cheers, Kano. Says Kano. God, you, you know what? No, well, come on. We know. I told I told the listeners that it was Kano. Don't need to go, cheers, Kano. Kind regards, best wishes. We're going to find out on the weekend. <clears throat> we are. We've got Ireland, who, who are not going to give us Oh, Ireland and Japan are going to be the, a really good game. Oh, <laughs> my name's Damo. <laughs> I might have got that one wrong. <laughs> wrong. Uh, are you being pessimistic? We're going to find out. Uh, can we win by sheer willpower alone? No. I don't think we, we can. Can't. No. Do we have the players? Do we, we have the players. We definitely have the players. We have the players. But we the do game not have the plan. game plan. No. Nope. And what, what I saw, and we're going to talk about this, was on the weekend, Italy shut us down. Now, you might say... But the scoreline shows that we walked across the line. Oh, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. To be fair, though, you know, I know that we didn't play well. Again. Okay. But some will say it's our B team. I disagree. Lots of those players were were excellent players who would normally start. Richie Mwanga. Well, um, actually, we've said that Richie Mwanga shouldn't start. No, but what I'm trying to say is, no, they're yeah, starters. So what are you trying not, to say? They're You've not got like... holes in your sayings. <laughs> 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 but I'm saying that Italy <laughs> normally go well for about 30 minutes. Nah, not even that, mate. <laughs> not even that. I would say normally, <laughs> on average... The only time they've gone well... Is the first half against England. <laughs> yeah, when they that? did that. Yeah. When they did that rucking. And to be fair, they have beaten South Africa. Yeah. So, but you know, Italy, Italy were not good. I have to, I hate to say it, but our midfield was, was so ineffective on the weekend. But when so is it effective? Ineffective on it the weekend. It hasn't been effective for a very long time. Correct, because we haven't picked the correct players for a very when long time. When do you think was the last time it has been effective. The last time that we had Manonu playing. 2015. Was the last time it Rugby was truly, truly effective. Now, I would argue, arguably say that Ryan Crotty and Sonny Bill together at times were quite consistent. well. But not consistently. I don't think many opposition worried about have worried about our midfield for some length of time. I think when Sonny, Bur- Sonny Bill first came, oh yeah, and it yeah, was but that like, was when Manonu was around, mate. At that time, they yeah, were, true. They they were really worried about us then. True, yeah, but I think it was more because of the offload from Sonny Bill. You yes. know, Sonny Bill wasn't that quick. Yeah, he beat me in a race. Mate. He wasn't that good <laughs> in defence. I mean, he could absolutely <laughs> take someone's head off, which we found out in the Lions tests. Yes, he did. Red card. See ya. His offload was danger. His offload was amazing. Actually, I don't think it was an offload. People got that wrong. An offload it, is when you've when you're being tackled, you pass the ball, right? When you're being tackled. Sonny Bill at his very best would pass the ball just before being tackled. <laughs> Just before. <laughs> oh, you got him on a technicality no, but, there, but That's Damo. what I mean. That's why it was so effective. And I think a lot of players from then tried to offload in the tackle and, and they really struggled. And now you look at it and you go, the best players now are still offloading just before contact. No, I think, I think Sonny Bill went into contact to offload. Yes. He would go, right, I'm going to run in between those two players. I'm going to draw them in. I'm not going to do anything fancy. And I'm going to offload but it. But I'm going to offload it. Yeah. And then it creates um, two on one outside or it creates way more space. Whereas I think people go into contact and they go, oh, I can, I can pass it now. So I will. Instead of going, right, I'm going to go into contact and I'm going to look to pass. It's like when you get the ball, you go and score, don't you? When you get the ball, you think, I'm just going to go and score. Yes. Sonny Bill, when he gets the ball, he thinks, I'm going to offload. Yep. He's the team player. You're an individual. Oh, oh, we were talking about me personally. Yeah, mate. Yep. Oh, only yep. against CS7, so. 
Uh, no, so you're not pessimistic. I'm really worried. And I think the coaching staff, the the media are asleep at the wheel at the moment. The All Blacks are, they're going to struggle at the World Cup. I think they're going to, even if they win on Saturday, even if they win against France, I think they'll struggle in the Bledisloe Cup next year. I think it, I think next year could be a real, real kick in the teeth because we wouldn't have progressed on. We still, still have not learnt how to attack against a quick defence. And I'm doing this, and I'm, 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 I'm slamming my hand down for for all those listeners that can't see me on my backside. All right. <laughs> all I'm trying to say is, right. <laughs> Terrible thought. Um, is that it, you know. We come up against the fast defence against the Lions in 2017. And Fozzie's responsibility was to come up with a game plan that nullified the quick defence. On Saturday, Italy stopped us from playing through a... With quick defence. With quick defence. We still have not come up with the answers. No. And so, so, so Kano, I'm, I'm more pessimistic than you more pessimistic and until we have a change of coach I can't see it changing because if he had any answers he would have used them now yeah should we go over to the next one yes dear Damien spelt incorrectly and Toby but at least I'm first uh, but I'm spelt correctly <laughs> you are I have been a long time listener and I have to say until last week you have never let me down my issue with last week's podcast is very simple you covered all the internationals, the premiership, and you even spoke about the Heartland Championship, a competition that I've never heard of. But you failed to cover the ladies' international match, which was played against England and New Zealand. My question to you both is why? Many thanks. Katie from the UK. P.S. Damien, I spelt your name wrong on purpose as I wanted to show just how upset I am. <laughs> She got you there. <laughs> she did got me there. Um, Great question. Thank you, Katie. Yes. Can I be honest? Yes. Whenever we lose against England, I try and um, <laughs> obliterate it from my brain. <laughs> it's so true. With anything. With mate. anything. And I wanted to wait till this weekend just to see if we had to mention it. Right. So but the like, record was broken last week, and then the record was, was broken, broken again. <laughs> you know, no team has ever scored over 50 points against New Zealand ladies. No team ever in the history of the game until the weekend. Mm. We are going to cover this game, Katie. We are going to cover this. And the honest truth is, um, uh, it slipped our mind, and that's that's shameful, and we apologize. Yes, we put our hands up and say, I'm sorry. We're we're very sorry. I'm sorry. So, Katie, I hope you can forgive us. Yes. Hope you can spell my name correctly next week, and we can move on from this. She did, though, to be fair. At the end. Yes. I love it's it though. It's, <laughs> it's very good. Uh, we're over to sharing is caring. No, well, what's no, that mate? doing no, there? That's then? for next week, isn't it? You know, when all those nice people share the link, and then we do a new <laughs> segment called sharing is caring. To be fair, though, we could give it a little plug now. We could give it a plug, and to be fair, so on the Instagram, we have a new page. It's got yeah. two followers so far. Some random fellow from the Middle East and then someone we work with. Oh, yes. Mr. Archer. <laughs> I, don't think he knows what, I don't think he knows what Instagram what's is. The, what's that? <laughs> is it a type of weight? <laughs> um, yes, so it's, it's like called... That. It's yeah. got from you. <laughs> Thanks. It's called The Super Rugby Podcast. Like it. And it's got our logo on it, and that's it so far. And if you share our posts, you will potentially, if you're lucky enough, if you're important enough, if you're one of only a few. <laughs> well, we will. <laughs> well, we will. Uh, share your thing with him saying, thank you very much. We're going to do a new segment anyway. Yeah. But after that, now we're going to cover. Oh, breaking news. It's kindly supported by Super XV Rugby website. Yes, very much uh, a good website that we use quite often, don't we? 
We do, yes. To find a lot of our news. Yes. Which is up now. And the first story is, and we love an Eddie Jones story, don't we? We love a steady Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones story. Marcus Smith, Eddie Jones, warns of distractions and says Emma Raducanu hasn't done well since winning the US Open. So if you don't know who Emma is, she is a, a young superstar, isn't she? Tennis player. She won the... Uh, US she's, Open. She's a British yes. tennis female who won yes. the US Open just recently. And if you live in England or you know anything about England, you'll understand that if anyone wins anything, it's amazing. To be fair, though, she's very young and she's done a really good job. Yeah, she did. She did a great job. She did a great job. But anyway, he um, he said... Look, Marcus, you, you, you're a good player, but don't get a big head. Yeah. Don't let it go to your head. Uh, and I think he was worried that basically, you know, he's going to go, it's going to go to his head. Now, what I would say is it's not because he's been playing fantastic rugby for Harlequins. He was called up on the Lions trip. If it was going to go to his head, it would have gone to his head already. I don't think playing for England at 10 is going to dramatically change the way he deals with himself. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, though. And he's not that young either. It's not like he's 18. No. He's 22. Yeah. She's 18. She's 18, I believe, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. There's a big difference between an 18-year-old who has been at school Mm. to someone who's 22 who's been playing for Harlequins for... A number of years. He has actually played for England against the Barbarians once before. He's got one cap. And he has also been on, well, been in and around the Lions squad. So, But, you know, why Why did, and this is going to be, you know, my, my story is uh, leading tennis figures criticised Eddie Jones for sexist Emma Raducanu remarks. Now, what gets me is why did Eddie have to, Say Emma. You know, Emma's young. She's won arguably the top tennis tournament in the world, along with a couple of others. Yes. And she hasn't done that well. But some but people she's only don't. Had, she's only I'm had, sorry. She's Roger only had Federer. two competitions afterwards as well. Yeah, I'm sorry, but once sometimes Roger Federer, after Wimbledon, loses in the first or second round of the next tournament. Very rarely. <laughs> but why couldn't he use an example... Or find an example like that. Yeah, you didn't actually need to say it at all. You just needed to say, oh, just it's really important that Mark Smith keeps um, his feet grounded. Yeah. Not like, don't be like, don't be like Emma Raducanu. Yeah, or X, Y, and Z. But to be fair to Eddie, I don't think he meant it in a malicious or sexist way. No, I don't think so either. I just think it was something that Eddie said, and Eddie does say some things that potentially... He do you reckon Eddie, mean so. Do you reckon Eddie's losing any sleep over the story? No, I don't think the man sleeps anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so he's definitely not losing any sleep. No. Um, okay, next story. This was written before Australia lost to Scotland, but I thought it was poignant. Rennie has once has Rennie has once weary wallabies believing again. Do you think that's true? Do you think that um, Dave Rennie has put pumped a little bit of belief in the Wallabies' tyres? Or do you think that after a disappointing loss against Scotland, they're thinking, well, maybe we're not as good as we have been making out? Especially after Ireland absolutely wiping the floor with the mighty Japan uh, and Australia only just beating them? Um, in a way, yes or no. You can look at it as in it was a bad game from Australia, maybe a couple of bad games from Australia, but then you could say, well, the Northern Hemisphere are miles ahead. I don't think they're miles ahead. I think it's been <coughs> yeah, a but bit, then you think it's about... It's been a bit generous. That's but then all you I've think about the Wales game. If you look at the Wales game... Yeah, I, mean, I have then to say like, I was well, a little bit surprised by the Wales game. Well, I think South- I... 
I think I might have mentioned there that there was no chance, and actually there was a chance. There was a big chance. If it wasn't for some <laughs> scantily clad person running on. But I think I think he has. I think he has pumped tyres. Can I just say, that person that ran on, if they're Welsh... <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> they are going to be... Hung, drawn and quartered. They're never going to be forgiven. Well, they've, they've, they're not allowed to watch another match, I don't think. They've been banned. Banned for life. Yeah, no, but I, I just... I think that <coughs> no one's no one's going to talk to them. They're going to be banned from social settings for life. It was, a, it was a given try, wasn't it? But what were they Welsh? I don't know. Can we someone tell find, us? We need to find this out. Yeah. We need to find this out. Um, but I think he has pumped air into the tyres of the Australian do you, do you know uh, what rugby I, team. Do you know what I do like is how he's getting all these players back? So he's got Rory Arnold back. He's got Kurtley Beal back. He's obviously got um, Cooper yep. back. He's got Karevi back. Karevi? Oh. Yes, Karevi. He's got all these guys back. These are top quality players. And he's got them back to play for Australia. Skelton as well. Yeah, he's changing the rules to get more players back. Love that. And that's what he has to do. I reckon when they come, Bledisloe Cup next year, I can see this Australian team beating the All Blacks. I'm sorry, but their forward pack is going to be absolutely mammoth. He's also got, potentially, if he can get a couple of, you know... Uh, NRL converts coming through, which has happened in the past, like your 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 flowers. We like to call them flower. The flower is he flower. Um, things like people like that, then they've got a real chance. So, I'm going to say, I think he has pumped their tires up. I think going on this <coughs> tournament, uh, going on this tour, sorry, without their best team is going to be good for Australia. In the long run, yep, it's going to possibly keep them on the low low, rather than if they had done really well on this tour, they had all their team. The only way would be down. Whereas now at the still, they've got some building to do before the World Cup. They might come in under the radar. So I think this is a good thing for Australia to to not have their not have their best squad, and eventually, you know, potentially go and and do some really really good things next year. Mate, your next story. Yes. Um, milestone for women's rugby with naming of super rugby <laughs> women's teams. I can't say it. Can you say it? No. No. That's why I didn't pick the story. <laughs> I can't have been. It's going to be four teams, mate. Four teams. So it's super rugby in New Zealand. Yeah. Super Rugby, it's going to be New Zealand's women's Super Rugby yes. with a name that we can't pronounce. Uh, pronounce. <laughs> pronounce. Uh, yeah, which is awesome though, which is good. And do you know what? It should, oh, what are you saying? Why are you doing that? Too little, too late. Too little, too late, mate. We're going to go over this, but you know, they're turning professional, kind of. In New Zealand, kind of, you know, in the hope is that when they have their World Cup next year, the Women's World Cup in New Zealand, it's too late. You're right. They're gonna. I see what you solve mean. the problem, which is a huge problem because they got their, they got their shorts pulled down. They did, and their. I would. Buttocks, I would go no further with this comment. Smack. Go no further. <laughs> so, 105 players have been signed. Yep. For it's about a fiver. Just enough to, you know, get that KFC on the way home. Mate, you're being bad. I'm not being bad. You're we're gonna being we're gonna bad. we're gonna cover it, mate. We're gonna cover it. It's too too little too late. But I think you're right. It is too little too late. But it is good to see that there's finally a woman super rugby in New Zealand. Because there has been in Australia for quite some time. Yeah, and 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 you know, New Zealand. Maybe it isn't too late. We'll see. We're only. I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I watched both matches in full from start to finish. I loved the fact that stadiums were Sandy Park were, looked full on TV. I'm not sure where they played. Are on you the talking about the New Zealand England match? Yeah, the women's right. game. Um, and and it was awesome to see. What was great to see was Sandy Park 
which is down in Cornwall, it was full, and that was before they beat us. So, you know, New Zealand went into that game favourites, and people still turned up. The next week, obviously slightly bigger stadium, one, you know, two-thirds of it was full. Yeah. Fantastic to see. They played at Harlequins. Did they? I think so, yeah. Okay, so very, very impressive. But my point is, too little too late from New Zealand women. I can't see them turning the, the, this around. The, you know, England was so much better. So much better. Lamape. Yes. Sends a, a message to World Rugby. Open up the eligibility rules. I think he's keen to play. He is 100% <laughs> keen to play. Jerky's going, oh no, I should have stayed. Or do you uh, think he's yeah, he's wanting not. his the cake and eating it himself? No, I mean you look at Lamape and you, and you say, did New Zealand treat him well? We don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't look doesn't, like it from the outside. It doesn't look like it from the outside. They obviously didn't take him to the World Cup. I think that was a bitter pill for him to swallow. He has been really good for the Hurricanes for a number of years as well, especially Definitely. his first couple of years. So. He he played for, but he didn't really play. You know, fifteen caps for the All Blacks, and, and most of those were off the bench. Playing in a World Cup for his, uh, I'm guessing, is it Samoan, Tongan. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, would be amazing for him. Oh, Tonga. So Tonga, you know, to have that opportunity would be something that I'm sure in three years' time, when he's played and made all his money to still go to the next World Cup with Tonga would be something that anyone would want to do. That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Be really cool. So he's asking for those eligibility rules to be opened up. Hey, but also, the Tongan coach has also said that former Wallabies fullback Israel Falawa is keen to play. Of course he's keen to play. He's just keen to play rugby, isn't he? Keen to play anything, mate. Oh, you've even put it down at the bottom. Yeah, of course I have. Didn't even see that. But, you know, if they do open it up, then, you know, he's been out of the game for three years. He's automatically straight in there. Yeah. Well. You know, I just think, um, is it a good thing? Is it a good thing to see someone like La Mape running out for Tonga in three years' time? And my answer is, hell yeah. Definitely. Hell yeah. Uh, My one is something similar. Uh, Ireland winger James Lowe can't wait to face native New Zealand. Now, <clears throat> I don't think he actually ever played for the All Blacks. No, he didn't. But it's something similar where he's gone away. I think he's lived there for three years and he's now eligible to play for Ireland. Same thing with uh, Jamison Gibson Park. Your buddy. Yep. Me mate. Okay. He's been there for over three years, eligible to play, and now he does play. So they both play, and do they James, play? Yeah, do they play? Do they? They play. Yeah. yeah. I think we've. Yeah, they play. Wow, they play. They play soccer. Yeah, <laughs> soccer football. Uh, no, so James is dead keen on playing. I don't think they've actually played the All Blacks. For I don't think he's played the All no. Blacks. Oh, he was a good player yeah. in New Zealand, wasn't he? How he good was, was he for the Chiefs? Yeah, he was pretty close to the All Blacks. Yes. Because it's saying. He hasn't really been bigged up much. They don't think he's fast enough. They don't think he's fit enough. They think he's a bit fat, is mm. what I've heard. This is the, like opposition right. commentators saying this. So it'll be really interesting. His game will suit playing against New Zealand. And I think his game will suit the new... 50-20 rules where he'll get he's got potentially... Big, he's got a big hoof. He's got a massive hoof. First thing, he's played at fullback a lot. Yes. He isn't the fastest winger around. No. But he's big. So he's therefore, skillful as well. Uh, he's hard to tackle, so therefore the crossfield kick across to him. Yeah. So I think this is going to extend his international career by a few years at the very least. Definitely. Would you... How would... Sorry. How would you feel about playing your, yeah, if you were playing, let's say, because I know what you're like, you were playing international rugby for England <laughs> and then uh, you faced okay. the All Blacks. How would you feel about that? Well, A, I wouldn't be playing for England. 
Okay. Let's say <laughs> Ireland. Let's say, then. okay, Ireland. Yeah, okay. Um, it would be quite fun. I think it would be fun. To, I think almost a bit bitter as well. You'd be like, oh, look, I made this team. Especially if you won. Oh, so if, if you Ireland won, it'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah, oh, it'd be wow. awesome. Watching the Haka. Ooh, I think I'd almost join in. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking yeah. too. Yeah. I they could do comedy because that's all <laughs> the one I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'd, I'd be like him. Eh? I, I, you know, there's you can't lose in that. I mean, no. Obviously, you can lose. You know, hopefully that's what Ireland are going to do. But my point is, everyone he wasn't good enough to make New Zealand the the New Zealand team. Mm. So therefore, if he plays well brilliant if he doesn't play that well well it's not the end of the world not the end of the world yeah no. you've got a well, you've got a very interesting story I've just now, got a little you? snippet yeah and it says all black um, all black's hand shock recall to Aaron Smith ahead of Ireland test they are obviously worried about this test match because you wouldn't get Aaron Smith from New Zealand to hop on a no. plane and come all the way over because it's because um, Brad well, I, Weber has yes. hurt his concussion. hand. Concussion, is oh, it? Is it a concussion, all? right? I think so. Well, there you go. He's injured anyway. He's injured, yeah. Um, and that's why they've called him over. So who do we actually have? We've got your mate Christy, Finlay, Finlay Christy, yeah. And who else? TJ, TJ, and, and Aaron now Smith. Aaron Smith. Does it, do you think that he'll? Because his injury cover, yes. does that mean he's just going to come start. over? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if he's on the bench. Okay. But so I don't think he'll play. Who, who's going to play? Christy? TJ will start. The Ninja? TJ will start. I hope so. TJ, TJ's a bad starter, eh? He is a bad starter. TJ's a very good guy to bring on. Very good. Not a good guy to start. No. So. But... It'll be TJ and Finlay. And another interesting story is Owen Farrell's PCR was a false positive. Yes. So he's clear to play. Well, what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> Although it could be quite good because he'll force out Marcus Smith. And Marcus mm. Smith is loads better. That's going to be really interesting to so see. It could, it? it could actually be good for the Wallabies. Could be. So results. You want to do? I'll do. Yeah, I'll do Prem. Okay, mate, you go for it. So Harlequins had a good win against the Wasps, uh, 26-16. Look at that. Look game at that second half. of two halves. <laughs> Honestly, the, 16 the premiership nil. is game of two halves. 26-0. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Exeter Chiefs. Consistent. Yep. <laughs> lost again to the Newcastle Falcons by one point, fifteen to 14 Sail Sharks finally sort of hitting their straps now, aren't they? Maybe that or Northampton Saints are taking a little bit of a dive. Maybe. Uh, 30 points to six. Uh, Bristol, 27 uh, five against the Warriors, Worcester Warriors. Saracens, London Irish. Surprise that. 34 all. Yeah, really good second half from London Irish. Yep. 31 points in the second half. And then Leicester Tigers, consistent as. Actually, did not play. Did not play that well. Did they not? No, they didn't play that well against Bath. I'm not saying Bath play well either. Mm. Um, but Leicester Tigers do what they used to do a few years back. When they win, even when they're playing badly, yeah. they've still got the tools. You know, the scrum, the line out. They're very, very they're going to be hard to beat because they've got that set piece down incredibly. It's a bit like South Africa. Tough to beat because you always yeah. know you're going to turn up at the line out and you're going to struggle. You're going to turn up at the scrum and you're going to be tested. Yeah. Uh, so. so that is Leicester Tigers on 37. Uh, Saracens on 27. Harlequins, same. Chiefs up to fourth with 20. But then there's quite a few all the way down to ninth that are just a few points off. Yeah. So it's actually, there's all to play for. It is all to play for. And talking about all to play for, we've got the Bunnings NPC, yes. Taranaki, beating Southland 24-10, Canterbury <laughs> having an absolute Bobby Dazzler result, 40 points to 28 against the Bay of Plenty, Tasman winning against Wellington 34-22, Waikato a narrow victory over Otago 
25. And <laughs> if you could hear anything there, that was the phone, my phone, that was all and the all the technology falling off the table. So Hopefully I, it's I, still recording. Card is full. Hopefully that one doesn't need. Okay. <laughs> uh, then we've got the playoffs. So the promotion playoff, yep. Manawatu, Otago, Taranaki, Southland. So Taranaki literally just paid Southland. Then we've got uh, the winners playoffs. And that is Hawks Bay, Tasman, Waikato, Canterbury. Come on, the Mulu men. Hawks Bay to win that. I think Hawks Bay will beat Tasman. Do you reckon? Yeah, and I think Waikato will beat Canterbury. Do you think? Yeah, wow. Can- Canterbury may have, have overachieved to make that semi from what I've seen this year. Hate mm. to say it, but it's true. You're going to go over the internationals. Yeah, internationals. Don't need to do all of them. No, nah, but I will. Uh, Scotland just beat Australia 15-13 Romania love that 29-14 against Uruguay France 29-20 interesting I thought it'd be a bit more if I'm honest correct yeah thought it'd be a bit more Uh, Wales getting beaten by South Africa 23-18 England thrashing Tonga 69-3 Ireland thrashing Japan 60 to 5 and New Zealand beating Italy 47-9. Is that Okay, so the interesting ones there is Ireland. Yep. 60 points to 5. That's incredible. Yes. The other one that was incredible for me was the Wales South Africa. Yeah. Did not see that coming. Nope. Did really, really well, Wales. Well, Wales and they had were a lot of players, time as well. A lot of players who they couldn't select who were going to be coming back. So it's looking all right for Wales. Yeah, but which I found surprising where we thrashed them. We didn't really thrash them, though, did we? I know scoreline, score but, but it was close. So, I'm sorry. I'm, okay, I'll rephrase. The scoreline shows that we thrashed them. Okay, yeah. But then the scoreline with the South African game doesn't. What was the difference? I think South Africa don't play an expansive style, so therefore they're always going to be tighter matches. Yeah. And they're kind of two similar sides. Both very good set piece, both good defences. They, I mean, Wales, very proud rugby nation. There's never an easy game against Wales. No. So they've had a good record against South Africa at, at home as well, which which obviously bodes pretty well for them. So, yeah. But anyway, we're, we're going to go over. And it's the internationals, the ladies. Yes, the ladies, ladies. internationals. Uh, Wales beating Japan, uh, 23-5. England <laughs> absolutely smashing the New Zealand, the Black Ferns, I think they're called. Yep. 56-15. And the French women's team, 46 to 3 win over South Africa. And what I would say is, New Zealand have got France, and France are no slouches. If they don't beat France, this is disastrous. Yeah, definitely. Panic stations. They need to beat the French. That's for sure. Can I just say, though, is that. France versus South Africa was 27-0 at half-time. And South Africa women thought it was a good idea to kick a penalty in the second <laughs> half to try and win do. the game. No, you don't try and points win, mate. Points on the board, points, <laughs> points on, the board. on the board. You don't want to go Keep with it. ticking over, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go away with nil. Oof. It was a game, mate, when we played. Buller played Canterbury for the Ranfurly Shield. All right? We we were getting beaten. Surprise, surprise. We had a penalty. Did we kick for the corner or did we go for the posts? You went for posts. Of course we went for the posts. What was the end score? Might have been 40 points to three. <laughs> but it was three of the best points I've ever seen. That ball did limped sail. over the bar. <laughs> Wobbled Mate, over. what caught your eye? Ireland caught my eye. You know, we, we briefly touched on it. And I almost think, and this this may be a big call, but I almost think Ireland are the favourites for this weekend. 
Oh, that's a massive call. Massive call. It's a ridiculous call. And as that's well, why I, I said add. it was a massive call. No, you said it was a massive call. I'm yes. saying it's a ridiculous call. Okay. That's why I'm saying a little it. bit like your face. Ridiculously handsome. <laughs> <laughs> that's what most <laughs> of the girls do. When they see you. They walk past me <laughs> and they go, ooh, oh, ooh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then they kind of feel sorry. What is that? <laughs> and then they get to know you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they run. And then they actually, they actually throw up. Then I speak. Uh, G'day, uh, ladies. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's a ridiculous comment. But you're right. It is, yeah. <laughs> but you're right. Yes, I know. We know. We know this. Yes. I'm not, I don't think they're favourites, but I think they should be favourites. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Um, well, are you going to put some money on them then? Mm, I don't have any. <laughs> so, no. Um, now, England caught my eye. Not in a good way, not in a bad way. They just caught my eye. Do you think they should have beaten Tonga by more? Um, no, I think actually they probably overachieved in that game. They didn't have... Didn't have a frontline ten playing. No, um, I think Marcus Smith was due to start, but he was injured earlier in the week. So therefore, Eddie didn't want to didn't want to chuck him in there. No. So they played Fairbank. Fairbank, yes. yeah, at ten, and he's normally plays at fifteen. Right. So I think they overachieved. Really, Tuilangi came off the bench. Tuilangi, Tuilangi came off the bench. I think. Uh, I don't know, but he looked good when he came on. So. Yeah. I think they did pretty well considering now uh, Tonga are not obviously the force they will be at a World Cup. They've got a lot of players unavailable. Correct, yeah. But which which I find odd. Why are they playing? Because you know the the um World Rugby want tier 2 nations to be playing against tier 1 nations. To grow the world game, you've got to give them games. The problem being is and I think um someone else mentioned this but if Tonga had some easier warm up warming up matches, and then had a big match against England, maybe two or three games into the tournament or competition, then they always do quite well. But when you chuck no, in, they when, need to they need to play the bigger nations early because no, then they don't get no. tired. No, 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 no. Yes, in the a reason, World Cup. No, the re- oh, it, no. Okay, the World Cup's different though. I'm talking about on tours like this, right? Okay, because. If you give them three or four weeks to to play with each other, yeah. live with each other, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just looking back to four life. weeks of playing with each other. That'd be, <laughs> God, it'd be sore. It'd be red raw. <laughs> be that like that. Oh. Can I just say I'm just looking back to last week's um, Tongan match against Scotland. Yeah. And that was 60 points to 14. So they're not that dissimilar, are they? No, but Scotland are good. Yeah. Obviously, bet the Aussies, yeah. yeah. Mate, what caught my eye? Pro versus amateur sport. We've got England ladies versus New Zealand ladies. England ladies looked, if you lined them up and said, do these look like athletes? You'd say, yeah. You line up the New Zealand ladies? Do these ladies look like athletes? Some, Com- some, but comparing them to to the, the England ladies, right? You know, chalk and cheese, speed. Barring one or two New Zealand players, uh, girls who are playing in the sevens comp, yeah, England were faster. They were more skillful. They had better technique. Their their lineouts and their scrums were noticeably better. In fact, it was a little bit embarrassing. Oh, really? Watching. My point is this. This is literally pro sport versus amateur sport. England ladies, pro, been paid since 2017. Yeah. I do think with COVID that might have, mm, might not have continued, but it is back now. And the New Zealand ladies, you know, they've got jobs. They've got yeah. families. They don't have the time to train. No. I mean, the, the, the England nine is in an incredible shape. Incredible. Not the nine that played on Saturday, but the nine that they normally normally pick. Incredible shape. The 10. You know, all of these girls just look, you know, just way... Look like athletes. Look like athletes. Yeah. Whereas the New Zealand ladies look like people who work most of the time and play rugby on the weekends. Yes. 
And there's nothing wrong with that. No. But if you're going to go and play a World Cup and you want to compete, then you've got to do something about it. Definitely. Prem rugby is amazing. It's an yep. amazing competition. We used to take the mick out of the Prem and rugby. I've said I'm having to agree with you. Hate it, though. There's some great players playing. Yeah. They've got lots of depth. And games are close. Games yeah. are four, week in, week out. Well, you know, you look at that and you say, as you, I think you didn't you go down to the ninth team. The top nine teams yeah. are playing it out for the spoils. Well, to be fair, it's the top eight because the first to run away with it. Leicester's run away with it, but then it's the next eight. Yeah, yeah. But, but that you could say that they could all get a playoff position. But, you know, Leicester played Bath and it, it was still a good, tight-ish game. Yeah. And that's first with last. Yeah. You know, the, the, okay, you do have your traditional Worcester Warriors. Yeah, but they've won two matches. And you've got Gloucester, who normally struggle. But, but yeah, I mean, it's really impressive. Definitely. Bristol. You know, one of the best teams in the competition last year. They're 11th at the moment. And I can see them climbing those ranks pretty quickly. So really, it's almost the top 10. Yeah. Or the next 10 after next first. Next 10 could potentially make those playoff spots. Some would say the top 11, mate, which is what I said right from the start, wasn't it? Top 11. Worcester Warriors won't make it. 11 teams are Worcester fighting Warriors it out. won't make it. 11 teams are fighting it out for the... I know what you're saying. Leicester are way above yeah, everyone they're not going to get caught. No, but even Bristol in 11th place could make the top four, is what yes. I'm trying to say. And could, so end up, and could end up winning it because it's a semi-final and a final. Yes. Point made, point taken. I also mentioned ladies' crowd yep. numbers. Very, very impressive. Two weeks running. What else have you got, mate? Pitch Invader, cost Wales. Do you think Wales would have won if they'd scored that try? Momentum. Yes. yes. 100%. Yeah. In fact, I think... You know, almost like there's no rule for it. But if there was, arguably, you could say, would without him running on the pitch, would Wales have scored? And the answer is yes. I've seen a picture. So it's penalty try, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? How hard done by Wales on that? That's actually not a bad shout. Although yeah, he apparently wasn't on. the South African one of South Africans tries that was disallowed should have been given, and that's rugby, isn't one. it? That's rugby, isn't it? You, you get but the it's so of the green easy sometimes. to look back. Yeah, you know, oh, oh, yeah, no, I looked five minutes back. It shouldn't have been a try. You're like, well, five minutes, it's too far. You know, there's got to be a line. How far back can we look before the try was scored? Absolutely agree. Is it a point on the pitch? Or is it a point on the clock? Can you look back 15 seconds? Can you look back a minute? There used or can to you be, look back it, to it, halfway? It used to be like two phases. The problem is, is that very, you know, you know, the game is just so fast now. So it used to be two phases. I think that's gone. So now, therefore, like it's they can unlimited. go back. Oh, uh, oh, no, it was a knock-on off the kickoff right at the start of the game. Yeah, bollocks, man. Just... <laughs> There needs to be a time. You can look back. So let's say the try was scored on the 15th minute. 15.02. Look back (laughs) to 14.32. If there's nothing in between there, then it's a try. If there's something at 14.29, can't be counted. (laughs) Can't be counted. No, that 31 seconds. That's a long time. You're right. It is a long time. That's enough for three, four phases. If you're I playing quick ten, rugby. I think 10 seconds. Oh. Do you know what it comes down to? What? Captain's referral. Correct, mate. It's all we need to move to is we need to move to captain's referral. It came from me. It's going to be called Waz's referral. That's absolutely rubbish. Waz's new rule. You know people like when... Could be called Randy, Randy's referral. Randy's referral. Mm-hmm. Why? It rhymes. <laughs> was it good, good enough rhyme. for me? 
Uh, okay, last one I've got was Wales were impressive. New Zealand were depressive. Scotland did well, and Ireland were amazing. The Northern Hemisphere is above, stronger than the Southern Hemisphere. There is no gap. Why? What? Where has the power shift? How has the power shift happened? I think it just ebbs and flows. It doesn't even flow. I don't know, mate. I don't know. Is it the professionalism of it nowadays? Is it just this generation of young rugby players? Is it the professionalism of the premiership compared to the super rugby competition? I'm going to explain it all in three points. Okay. Competitions. Yep. Oh, there, there you go. The prem used to be a joke. An absolute joke. The French League used to be an absolute joke. But what's what's the di- what's the difference? Just between... wait for this. Wait for this. They're no longer jokes. Why? I'm going to explain it. Well, hurry up! You're taking ages, man. Money. Yes, that's why. Way more people brings way more money. England's population a lot bigger. Almost seventy million, right? aren't they? A lot bigger. France's population big, big. Couldn't tell you actually, million uh-huh. wise. I'm going to look all, it up. All I'm going to say is lots more money, lots more sponsorship, lots more to win and lose. But the biggest one of all is coaching. New Zealand used to do well because they had the best coaches. They used to have. 65 million. Okay, 65 million. New Zealand used to do well because they had all the best coaches and they had them all within their country. Now. New Zealand's best coaches, some of them go overseas. But in well, tradition, we, we have come overseas, yeah. haven't we? <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah. <laughs> but you think about it. All of these fantastic coaches who have grown up playing the game in New Zealand yeah. have moved over and now coaching all around the world, but especially in the Premiership. And that has led, in international teams too, has led to the rugby IP being shared far more than it ever used to be. So you've got talented individuals being coached by knowledgeable yeah. coaches. And that has led to a shift in performance. So I'm now saying that in the Northern Hemisphere, who they've always had the talent but maybe not the knowledge. Yeah. They've now got the talent and the knowledge. Well, I think the difference is, you know, and the like money. you say, Northern Hemisphere is money. Southern Hemisphere is the prestige of playing for your country. Yes. Money, country, for young people, it's easy. It's the money, isn't it? And, and, and I think... Especially if they're like on the fringe. Unless you can guarantee you're going to make the All Blacks, which is very few players definitely can say that. Then if someone comes with a big checkbook and says, "We'll we'll we'll sign you for two hundred thousand pounds, three hundred thousand pounds," you know it's going to but be tough also, to say no, isn't it? But then also, if you're young and good, and you go overseas, especially if the new law comes in, right? I'll I'll play for France. Well, they can now. I'll play for as long as you haven't played for New Zealand, you can. Yeah. But if you're if as in if you're on the fringe of playing, yeah. for the All Blacks, let's say Lamape, okay, you know, yeah, he's played fifteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but but my point is, my point is this though: um, is he can only play for his birth country, Lamape. He can't play for England or France, right? So that that's not the new change. But 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 if you are a Jamison um, Jamison Gibson Parks, yeah. who probably looked in the mirror and thought, "There's no way I'm going to play for the ABs." Bryn Hall is probably looking in the mirror right now and thinking, there's no way I'm going to play for the ABs. I've Has had he my, played I, for the ABs? No. So his time's up. Yeah. And he could go to, to France. He yeah. could go to England. And he could play for England in three years' time. I think he's too comfortable, though, eh? He is, yeah. But that's that, that's the point. So um, when, you've got, when you've got someone like Bryn Hall coming over to play in the Premiership, potentially, then... That's making the competition better. So they've got the competitions, they've got the money, and now they've got the coaches. And I can't really see a way back for New Zealand unless they open up the rule of being able to play for New Zealand when you're playing overseas. 
and I can't see them doing that anytime soon. Just won't happen, will it? Mate, listeners' questions. Unless you've got anything else? No, I've got nothing else, Mush. Okay. A few weeks ago, on your podcast, I heard a story of the father who was ashamed of his son's ability to play the wonderful game. This got me thinking about my situation, which was the complete opposite. My son, at the mere age of nine, is already better than me. And I worry that soon his friends are going to ask him, is that fat, uncoordinated, bald man on the sideline your dad? And his answer is going to be, hell no. (laughs) What shall I do, boys? Do I need a hair transplant? Should I go on a diet? Or do I rent a stand-in dad to ensure that my son keeps his place? as the alpha player on the team. Any thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Big Licks, 007, from Australia. (laughs) That's a great great name, Big Licks. I think you should find that actually first thing you should do is get the hair transplant. Oh, mate, you can't say that. I've thought about it myself Uh. um, after your comment about my thinning hair last week. Uh, Should you go on a diet? Well... Probably. Probably. <laughs> and should you rent a dad? Well, no, you shouldn't. No, go that don't far. do that. And don't be ashamed. Embrace. Say, well done, son. Do what you need to do and do it a lot better than me, please. I bet you there's a lot of things that you're better at, at him at as well. Well, that's the thing or I was going to say. You know, me as a dad whose son is a lot better than him at football. Soccer can, football. Soccer football and make me look ridiculous, which is not difficult. He knows if we fight, I'm going to win. And that's all I need to know. Yeah, that is all you need to know though, eh? That's it, because he knows, you know, if I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> I could wrestle him. him. <laughs> I could wrestle him and he's got no chance. Oh, I used to love wrestling with so my dad. that's what I, I, Big Licks, 007. From Oz, I'm going to say to you, it doesn't matter until he can beat you in a wrestle. And at that point, you've got some problems. Yes. Then so you go, you hand over the reins. Get him on the get him on the carpet, mate, and wrestle him. Yeah. And when he says, when he taps out, just go a little bit longer so he knows who's boss. Yes, that's right. But can I just say, there, there's, a, there's similarities between wrestling and rugby. You can teach him a thing or two, even if you're uncoordinated. Even if you're fat, even if you're slow, even if you're bald, even if you're bald, you can teach him a thing or two on the rug. On the rug? We're going rug now, are we? <laughs> In front of the fire. <laughs> okay. But the thing is, you can wrestle. It'll help him with his tackling. It'll help him with his rucking, whichever <laughs> position he's in. You know, oh, you've that's taken the thing, this, though. You've taken this in the direction right, that my I question never thought to you, you'd take it. My question to you is... Why are injured or recovering players being water boys? Why not coaching staff? Oh, mate, we covered this. When? A few weeks ago, and we said we'd have a table of water, and we don't need them. We don't need them. No. but we, I, no, I, would, I, would, I know no, we I, don't need them, but, but I'm asking, why are they there? I don't know. That's the question <laughs> to you. We ask me a question. I'm not going to know everything. I know. I know most stuff, um, but I okay, don't know you that. Don't know. What's your question to me then? No, but what I'm trying to say is. Oh, here we go. Let's go over know. this. Let's go over this again and say there doesn't need to be water boys. If they're going to be water boys, let them be kids from the local rugby club who are going to bring water onto their heroes because yes. that's what rugby's all about. We've lost sight. There's a great opportunity to get a whole bunch of kids to run the ball on, and bring the be, tea on. they'll become more interested in rugby. Of course they will. Instead of soccer football. Instead of soccer football. So I'm going to say, get rid of injured players. They're injured for a reason. Stay injured. Rest up, boys. Okay. How do the New Zealand ladies stop England Red Roses from winning next year's World Cup? In New Zealand. Investment. But I think you're right. It's too little too late. But I think New Zealand, RFU, need to invest money and time into the women's, into women's rugby, which they have started doing with the Super Rugby. What's that competition called? Women's Super Rugby. <laughs> Otherwise, 
New Zealand are not going to become the dominant force that they have been in the past. Okay, but you've France only are going to overtake You've them. only got 12 months. How are you going to ensure that New Zealand don't lose? You can ensure. The World I'm Cup sorry. final How? at home. I don't think they'll make of, the final. In front of all I of the... I don't think they'll make the final. All the ladies, boys and girls. Boys and girls of the Kiwi Lane. Hmm? I don't think that they will make the final. <laughs> Who's going to make the final? France and England. I agree with you, but I'm going to disagree with you because I don't like agreeing with you. <laughs> and I'm going to say, I think they can still do it. I don't think they can win the World Cup final. I'll be. It'll be an amazing comeback if New Zealand win, especially after losing by nearly 50 points in both matches. Now, I'm going to be a little bit controversial. What a great turnaround. I'm going to be a little bit controversial. And I'm going to say... Have New Zealand done it on purpose? No. No, no, no. I'm going to be a little bit controversial and say this. Don't be controversial. After they've been beaten so badly, the fire in the bellies is going to ignite that group of women in New Zealand. And what they're going to do is... They're going to get themselves in shape, which is probably the bit that's that's um, controversial. They're going to get themselves in shape, and they're going to know what the ba- they're going to know where the bar is now, and that bar is raised pretty. It's high. high. It's high. It's too high to reach. And they're going to go. We've got a short amount of time, so we're going to get fit. We're going to get strong. We're going to get quick, and we're really going to go for this because they do not want to lose at home to England in the final which is steering them down the barrel and a bad bar's bad. too high bar's too high I don't think it is I think they can just about bring it back you just said it, it was too late <laughs> you literally no, to, are contradicting no, no, yourself no I'm not I'm saying it's too little too late for New Zealand rugby it has to come down to the girls the girls themselves have to say this is it We're not. this is not going to happen again we're not going to get beaten like this well time will tell time will tell mate right mate it's time for the quiz. Well, it is time for the Z quiz. Right, I'm just going to check that my phone is still working. I'm hopefully not going to knock it off again. Yes, it is. <laughs> just checking that the... Now, just check the other one because yeah, no, you'll is... be using that for you. Okay, that's working as well. So, my man. All right. Let's finish the show on a high. So... Marcus Smith is the rage at the moment, and that is your theme. Marcus Smith being the rage. Yep. He is all the rage at the moment, isn't he? He is the in kid. In world rugby. In world rugby. Okay. Where was he born? England, New Zealand, Philippines, or Indonesia? I think it's the Philippines. I think he's... Say that again. England, New Zealand. No, no. Philippines or Indonesia? It could be Indonesia, but I think it's the Philippines. Final answer. You're correct. Yes. His mum is a Filipino lady. Yes. And his dad is an Englishman. And he was born. He was born in the Philippines, yeah. Well. Well, I knew it, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, okay, your, you your should, question. You should get it all your along, quest- to be fair. Your question is national stadiums. Okay, so first one up. Obviously, Eden Park is yep. a national stadium for New Zealand. Yep. Twickenham is a national stadium for England. Yes. What is the national stadium for South Africa, please? What are my options? You don't have any options. Oh, that is <laughs> no, village. That you That's should village. know this, man. Come on. Why should I know it? Because you're doing a podcast. <laughs> you, you, you're on. You don't know your how to say Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't be that guy. Right? I was just being Pacific. <laughs> um, I wouldn't have a clue. Cape t- Cape Town. Ooh. Okay, but, it, but what's... Mm. I don't know what it's called. All right, it's so in you're wrong. Town. The worst bit is I'm actually looking for the answers here and I, <laughs> I can't find where I've put them. I think it's Alice Park. 
Ellis Park in Cape Town. In Johannesburg. Okay. In Johannesburg. Johannesburg. Right, so going. it's 1-0 with one to play. Well, I've actually got three for you. Oh, do you? Well, I'm going to go the harder one first. Oh, okay. What year was Marcus Smith signed by Harlequins? I think he was signed straight out of school. So he's 18, which would have been four years ago. So that is going to be 2017, I believe. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Come on. Woo-hoo. That's the harder question. <laughs> okay, here's your bonus question. Here's your bonus question. What year was he born? So he's 22 years of age. So <laughs> that would mean that he's... You just oh. said he was 20 years of age. No, he's 22. Oh, okay. 22, so he must have been, must have been 1999. 1999? Yeah, but what... My options were 98, 2001, 2003, 99. But which... Part of the year was he born? No, you said which year? <laughs> yeah, which year? Yeah, I said ninety nine. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. Well done. Well, we You've t- got all the stats up, don't you? No, you I don't. Wikipedia. No, I've got your last He's got question. No, 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 I don't. I promise you. I promise you. I won't touch the screen. I've got your last question. Okay. What is the national stadium of the French Stade de France? Oh. Well done, Tobar, <laughs> the Tobinator, if you do say so yourself. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I know, look, I don't have it up. No Marcus Smith here. Oh, he does. He, he does, does not. Oh. Don't listen oh, to him, everyone. cheat. It's another victory for me. Thank yes. you very much, Tobin. Well Toby. done, well done. Can I just plug us again? Remember Instagram, the Super Rugby Podcast. Share our Please. tweets, our Facebook thingy-majiggies, our Instagram. Definitely. Wuggers, Message us, I don't know what it is. Email. Anything. Review. Like, like. Subscribe. Definitely. Five-star review, not the two-star guy. Or the one-star. Oh. Have we had a one-star as well? Nah, mate. Don't think so. Oh. Not yet, anyway. Not until after this not podcast. <laughs> Come on, everyone. Come on. Mate, as always, it's yes. an absolute pleasure entertaining the people, the, the I people. would like to say the masses, but I don't think it's the it's masses. Not the masses it? But everyone, it's been everyone great. at home. Until next week. Thank you. Podcast Network.